You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7 FM. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my favourite fitness programme, The Great British Breakfast. The easy way to start your day. Isn't it just that, though, the easy way to start your day, Paul? Well, it's all right. Is it an easy way? Not as easy as me still being in pet head. No, you're quite easy, aren't you? Yeah, very. So a lot of people, when they, you do things from, they say, cheers, easy. <laughs> easy. Easy. I've gone slightly husky for a minute. I'm have you? To have an early cough. All right, well, now, do you want <laughs> to drop your faders? Here we go. There Thanks. you go, so I we did that now. Of course, we had a guest in here yesterday, and he's, and he's y- y- lovely, y- lovely lady. Well, lovely young lady, ooh, I should yeah. say, actually. So ooh. we had Lee, your nemesis. Me. My nemesis. <laughs> yeah, what's it said? You said the first thing you saw when you saw on Facebook? Well, I saw your social media page and saying, something like Lee's been over at a great afternoon at Clarky Towers. Yeah. And I did get a little twang of jealousy. <laughs> 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 well, what's he doing going over there? What's he suddenly yeah. muscling in, trying yeah. to be his mate for? <laughs> And he flew his drone. Yeah. I haven't even done that yet. No, you haven't. You haven't. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, we were having a great time. He's going to come up one Saturday <laughs> to the show. He's sit in on it, oh, yeah. I might, I might, he'll be all right. I'm and sure replace you. I'm sure he'll <laughs> He'd have an early start if he had to get up and drive here, didn't he? Well, I'd take his sleep over. Oh, oh he's staying now, yeah, is he? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ha-ha. <laughs> Dan, 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 Dan. Someone made a, a mix up of that on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I sent it to music. I nearly sent it to you. Oh, you should have done, mate. I do like a bit of Alan. A bit of I, Dan. I, felt, I, finished watching, um, I finished watching that now. I, I haven't... Um, there's one thing that he does which I've not seen. It's on YouTube about the um, the royal birth, the new baby. Oh, I haven't seen words. No, I've not seen this. He just says, I like the name Brian. <laughs> <laughs> So I saw the one where he had all the kids in the studio. Oh, and he's talking about funny. the sheep. Oh, but was there one go- more after that? No, that was the last one. Oh, was oh no, hang on. Yeah, he got suspended, he didn't got he? suspended that yeah. because he was being rude about what the children were going to do yeah. to the sheep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's quality, isn't it? It is absolute quality. You can and see it happening as well. Well, you can see you doing it, can't you? Yeah, no, I wouldn't. You I wouldn't. wouldn't. You wouldn't do any of that. <laughs> back off! Oh, back off! <laughs> So what have you been doing this week, Paulie boy? <clears throat> well, I've not been ill this week. You've, you've still <clears> got a bit of a bit croaky, badger in your face, haven't you? A bit croaky. I, did, I rather stupidly went for a long run on Thursday, thinking yeah. I was feeling better. Yeah. And that wiped me out completely for about two days. Oh, like, wow. really bad. Like, I could hardly do anything. Really? Yeah, so I learnt a lesson there. Obviously, that fluey thing I had. Yes. Uh, although I felt a bit better, I was obviously wasn't completely better. No, you wasn't completely and better, uh, was you? Uh, was you? And at our age, you've got to take it easy. Well, you your know, age, you like, have, mate. Yeah, well, my age, not so much. But yeah, your age, yeah. So yeah, I've done a lot. It's been nice having a couple of days off. When, when did you have? Well, it was off Monday because it was Janine's birthday. Oh, of course it was. I didn't wish her a merry happy on. Uh, oh, but you know you're coming over tonight, don't you? Oh, tonight is tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah we do. <laughs> For Janine's special pudding club. What does that mean? Well, <laughs> it ain't just puddings, is it? Mostly puddings. Well, no, it can't be. No, I'm doing a main course. Well, you better be. What is it? What, the main course? Yeah. Uh, chicken in white wine and cream. Oh, I can't have that. And uh, sweet potato mash and a bag of crisps. Oh, I can have that. And I uh, feel th- like I want to sneeze, so I'm having to yeah, do stuff look, from you do that thing with your face again. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's a big, there's about five puddings about to do. What do you mean, five puddings? Well, she wanted it to be lots of different puddings. Well, tell her we don't want that. <laughs> it's her birthday. Well, dear, but the thing is, we ain't going to come then. And then... <laughs> They're nice. There's cheese and biscuits as well. Oh, good. That's right. Long as it's... What sort of puddings Cho- are chocolate they? Chocolate mousse. Yeah, that's all right. Eaten mess. What's that? 
Eat Messes meringue and strawberries and cream. Yeah, I like that. Pushed together. Yeah. A what else I do? An orange, orange cheesecake. Yeah, I like that. Uh, cheese and biscuits. Yeah, I like that. Might be one other. I can't remember. What's the other one? I can't. Oh, that might be, can't it. Remember. might be it. What's going on? And then get the, out. And then chicken. What chicken for pudding? No, yeah. <laughs> chicken <laughs> with the uh, ice cream. Oh, I love oh, that. Was the other one? Like a popcorn coffee oh. sundae. Oh, mate, I like the sound of that. that. That's not really a cooking. It's just a constructing thing. That sounds fantastic. So that's that's it. It's all puddings and wine. Oh, wine's good. <laughs> yeah, we have to get we we'll get we we'll get a box of wine or something. That's all right. Just bring yourselves. And well, then apart no from wine. that, we've had um, we've had the builders in. Oh, have you? Yeah. This this big summer house project that's going on. Yes. So it's gonna be great radio. We've now they had a digger in the garden. I was so excited. Ah, oh, really? Uh, George has been away, which is probably just as well because he would um, he'd have been he'd have yeah wet he, himself. He would have got too excited. <laughs> so we've had this. Um, yeah. I, oh, the, my camera's not working. I'll yeah. show you a picture later. Proper big digger has got a massive hole for the foundations for this thing. How big is a hole? Uh, four meters by no five meters by four meters. What the hole is? Yeah. What they've putting in there then? Just um, foundations. Oh, they're just putting foundations. Yeah. What? What made of what? Uh, hardcore and then concrete. You know you want more. Yeah. Hard, yeah. hard, hard, hard. And we're hard, having a hard, toilet hard. put in this thing. Yeah, you want that? You could sleep in it. You could live in it. I'm gonna. In fact, you can. I'm gonna. We sell this. You fight Lee. <laughs> yeah, you can come live <laughs> live with you. <laughs> yeah. So, and what about you? Uh, what have you been up to? Not a lot, really. Not a lot. All right. Is that it? You've been at work? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's been all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, really. Oh, Lee came up yesterday with his uh, lovely, lovely lady. Yeah. Um, and we had a good laugh, actually. It was good. So it was a four-hour round trip to come and see you. Yeah, but he went the long way. He, he sort of texted me about eight o'clock, so I just got home. Because right. he went via Hereford and then uh, Brecon Beacons and it's stuff. because he likes driving, though, isn't it? Yeah, nice car. I mean, I, I'm not into cars, as you no. know. I like your car and I like his car. Yeah. That's about it. He's got, a, he's got the one that... He posted the picture, didn't he, on 7 FM last He did. Week? Oh, he's got an M4. Yes. Which is, is it, nice. Is very it, nice. Is it new? Uh, it is new. It's a year old, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's not old like yours. Get in. Um, we got, I got a jingle here, actually. So I'm just see so I can press this and then press that. And let's see what he says here. Let's just uh, have a listen to what he's got to say. This is Lee from My Steg. And you're listening to 7FM. There you go. And this Aww. is Natalie. This is Natalie from Pontypridd, and you're listening to 7FM. Sounds great. I don't like her. You don't like her? No. What? Why? She sounds all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I prefer her accent. This is Natalie from Pontypridd, and you're listening to 7FM. I like that. Pontypridd. I love the Welsh accent. I We've do had this as conversation. Well. We have. I love yeah. it. I could listen to Welsh people all day. Well, I might actually go and live in Wales. I love it. I does. I does. That's what you want to say. <laughs> So we are a bit limited on what we're going to talk about today because I had to prepare all myself manually. So well. the days in history are a bit sort of bland, really. That's all right. Uh, it, in uh, 1979, Israeli-Egyptian peace agreement was signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 1776, on this day, South Carolina approves new constitution. Right. Um, that's not to do with going to the toilet, is it? Yeah, that's your constitution. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2008, Ford sells Jaguar and Land Rover to India's Tata. Never heard Make of that. Make a great sauce. Tata. Yeah. Tata sauce. Uh, eight, you have it with fish. 1864, right. McPherson takes over the army of uh, Tennessee. Right. And McCarthy charges that Owen Lattimore is a Soviet spy. Wow, 1950. Yeah, a while ago. Uh, 1484, just before uh, Phil Mink was born, <laughs> uh, William Caxton printed this <laughs> translation of uh, Aesop's Fables. As far as carefully. Uh, yeah. As far as is known, Caxton was the first English person to work as a printer. Oh, they didn't have actually... They didn't have mechanical ones. And the first to introduce a printing press into England. 
He also was the first English retailer of printed books. Well, well. Oh, a lot to do with printing there. Yeah. Caxton Press. Uh, of course, yeah. Yeah, that seems familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lady well-known in literary and scientific circles was the only clue the Times, gave, the Times gave to the identity of the woman who was cremated by the Cremation Society in Woking, Surrey. She was the first person to be officially cremated in Britain and was a, a, a Mrs. Pickerskill, the first of three cremations that year. Only 1885, I didn't realise that. No, but then why would you know that? Well, I don't know. Are you going to be cremated? Or do you think you might die first? No, I'm going to... Well, <laughs> I might die first, but I'm probably not going to die. I'm probably going to um, live, forever. live forever. forever. As Freddie Mercury said... Yeah, he wants to live forever. No. Uh, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's a kind of magic, I was going to say. <laughs> what? Uh, 1902, the British imperialist Cecil John Rhodes died in Cape Town, uh, aged 48. <laughs> Rhodes, who controlled 90% of the world's diamond production, was influential in establishing the British crown in South Africa and Rhodesia. That's very good. Thank you. Alan. Alan. <laughs> no, Alan, you mustn't. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a shame Pete didn't call in, actually, because he's got a South African. He's lost it, though, a lot. Oh, your other friend, colleague. Yeah. Person you know. Pete. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's, uh, he talks like... He doesn't talk like that at all, actually. <laughs> he used to when he was a little girl. Do you have your meetings at work around a table that used to be a toilet door? What, like on... Uh, with torches suspended above it for yeah, a light. Yeah, and the headlights <laughs> on a car to make the... No, you're thinking of Alan Partridge again. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so things have been going on there. Yeah, um, that's cool. We're going to talk, we've got quite a bit coming up today. We got, uh, we're going to talk about death by chocolate. Ooh, what it's a way not, to go. Well, it's not, though, it's not nice. You know, people give their dogs chocolate. Yeah. And they must not. Don't you give your dog chocolate sometimes? Well, we do if he's been naughty, yeah. Right, to punish him. Yeah. You know, and he, he lives on the edge. Is it because they don't like the... Well, it's probably preempted in the article. Is it, they probably the sugar is not too good for them. Not, no, it's nothing to do with that. It's cocoa. It? They, they, they can't. Oh. They can't. It's, it's, put, it's, like, it's like giving you arsenic. Really? Yeah, I've got some in the tea. I've had some. That, that's tasted nice, that coffee, actually. Yeah. Do you know what days it is today? No. These are a bit uh, tame as well. Spinach day. Spinach. <laughs> it's not just Popeye who will be strong to the finish on spinach, spinach day. Do you like spinach? I do, actually, I yeah. eat a lot of spinach. Taste some metal. I have a handful of spinach every day. Do you? Yeah, I don't eat it. I rub it in. But... Oh. No, I do have a handful of spinach either in my salad. Yeah. Or if I'm cooking, I'll just... Mind you, it goes to nothing. It's like a wet blob, but... Yeah, well, your salad is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, everyone who chooses to celebrate the day by consuming some of the leafy green plant will get to join in the health ben benefits as well. It's very good for you, isn't it? As, as you've just it's said. Superfood. Make up your own holiday day. Right. <laughs> One of the favourite <laughs> days of the year. Make up your own holiday day uh, is a chance to throw away the rule book and celebrate however you like. Right. Get together with your friends and create your own special day. And who knows, if it becomes popular enough, it might end up on our calendar, on wow. their calendar, on our 7FM calendar. Why don't we have a 7FM day then? Well, we could do, I was thinking that. What, what would you do, like, just go on the radio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the coffee? Coffee's nice. It's that stuff beginning with now, Las Vier, La, Las Vai? Las, Lazarus. Is it Lazarus? Oh, oh. I don't know. You don't know? Okay. Should we play a song? Yeah, why not? Um... We could, we could play a bit of New Order. I've got to be honest, I do like this magic featuring Sean Paul. Do this you? is a bit of a sort of reggae style beat. Uh, it's called Lay You Down Easy. It was released this Thursday, uh, the 24th, I think it was. So let me know what you think of this, anyway. I like it. Lay you down easy. Check me out, girl. I'm at the magic floor. Check bam, bam, diddle, ding, ding. I you don't believe me when I say I do it right. Confidence is peaking 
to be close to you tonight Baby, this is human nature First turn up gadgets up Smoke a little vapor And stay up to the sun Inspired by your charms Imagine how I'm feeling Falling inches from your grace I feel like Robin Marley Got me waiting here in vain around the kissing naked feel you should be actually uh, not sure about that mate. yeah no I'm not sure about that yeah no I'll just take that mate. <laughs> lovely though he is lovely. I just wouldn't want to think of him dancing in his pants well well, I said naked so you oh yeah be. naked happy Easter to you both and your families and all the 7FM listeners is, is, that's from our Pete our Phil our Pete really? our Phil he's What's just he sent a message yeah yeah why haven't I got it he sent it to me I'm going to sneeze again oh dear <laughs> bless you get some tight you're right. No. Did you, my, wrong. did you see George's black eye, by the way? Uh, yeah, I saw it. I, hang on, I'm going to sneeze again. Oh, you are. Oh, he's gone all funny in the face. You've gone... <laughs> oh, you went or- oriental then for I did it? see it on Sunday, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But we had the lunch. Oh, yeah, of course you did. Saw it, yeah. I forgot, I've really lost track of days this week. And me. This month. And me. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Uh, George was moaning about his drone. Why? What's he moaning about? Not good enough. What well, of then. He wants to buy an app. What do you mean he wants to buy a... He wants to buy an app. This is a, this is typical... <clears throat> this is a child-related thing, isn't it? So, um, he wants to buy an app, which is better than the app that comes with his drone. Ah. But he doesn't want to put it in his... Because that, uh, that old iPhone, which he very, very kindly gave him, is, is probably on its last legs now, because yeah. it ran out. And so he did not buy it for that. He wants to buy it for my phone. But every time he uses my phone, I get it back with full of storage full up, with videos of flights, and no battery. And he doesn't plug it in. So I tried to say to him, no, you can't put it on my phone, because you don't... You just don't look after my phone when you've got it. Exactly. <laughs> so then he threw a strop then. I made the biggest mistake possible with my son, which is I laughed then because he got cross. Yeah, that's what you I thought he was going to hit me. 
He came right over to me. What would, he, what would he have done if he had? <laughs> He's bigger than me. Don't matter. I'd have cowered. I would never have punched I'd, him. I'd have sent him to the naughty corner. You are right? You were wearing jeans. You never wear jeans. I know. Well, I thought I'd put something sexy on today for oh, you. Oh, thanks very nice much. Nice little number. Still got that same top on, though. Yeah. Well, I wore it. <laughs> Didn't wear it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're not quite sparking, are you? You're not feeling too brilliant. No, I'm fine. I've just got this thing. I, yeah, I, you keep... Yeah, going... You don't want to draw attention to it, though. What you meant to do is talk about something else. All right, okay. That's a nice pair of slippers. Thanks. <laughs> so what else is going on? So in the press today, what are we seeing? We are seeing stuff about technology. Right, that's good. We okay. like technology. <clears throat> so, and I think this is... I love this one. I absolutely love this Go one. On. J.K. Rowling shares rejection letters. Now, I like J.K., yeah. She was a single mother yeah. uh, writing this book in a, uh, not this book, but a book or a set of books yeah. in, in some cafe, um, you know, leading, uh, living in a, I think it was a one-bedroom flat or something, and now she's a multi, 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 multi she's million. Done all right. She's got more attractive as she's got richer. Yeah. J.K. Rowling has shared two rejection letters she received for her first novel, Writing is Robert Galbraith. The author was trying to find a publisher for The Cuckoo's Calling. Uh, by the way, I just want to say, that is a fantastic book. Oh, have you read it? You've read it? Of course I have. Is yeah. it for children? No. Okay. Good God, no. It's nothing to do... No, it's not for children oh, at all, got, anyway. It's got rude bits in it. Well, it's got murder and death oh. and... Rudy, Rudy bits in it. Right, okay. Um, the author was trying to find a publisher for The Cuckoo's Calling, which was eventually released in 2013. I call it a mowing song. A mowing uh, book. because you listen to it while you're doing your mowing. Uh, mowing. Uh, Rowling posted the rejection lesson letters uh, on Twitter, saying she was doing so to encourage other aspiring writers. Not fair play to you, JK. Yeah. Juliet uh, Car- Catherine. Is that her name? I don't know. Uh, one of the letters from publishing house Constable in Robinson said it could not publish The Cuckoo's Calling with commercial success. The letter goes on to suggest politely that Galbraith double check in a double check in a helpful bookshop or in the twice yearly buyer's guide of bookseller magazine. What an insult. Yeah. How pathetic. They didn't know that, do they? Um about, about a group or writing course that may help her. Galbraith to get constructive criticism of debut crime novel. The second letter from Creme de la Crime Publishers explains simply they've become part of Seven House Publishers and are unable to accept new submissions well, at the moment. Well. I can feel a tweet coming on. She's worth £15 billion. Pounds. Dollars. Is she? Yeah. She's the richest author, apparently. Ooh. She's on the Forbes list. Wow. Um, I was trying to find her first name. It's all about how rich she is. What's wrong here? What about... It's nothing to do with just all about money, is it? I just think that that is so cool. I just think that is brilliant that these stupid publishers have, you know, missed an opportunity to publish uh, a book. And she did it. She wrote under a pseudonym. Yeah. And the first two, you don't know it's her. And then in the last one, um, she goes on to thank all the people that kept it secret at the end. It's really good. I didn't know she was from Gloucestershire. <clears throat> yeah, she lived up in Bisley, didn't she, or something like that? From Yates, and she's the same age as us. Oh, Yates not in Gloucestershire. Yeah, isn't it? This side of Bristol, isn't it? No, Yates is in Bristolshire, Bristol. isn't it? Oh, it can't be. I'm trying to find her first it's name. It's Yates Bristol. No. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yes. Oh, name. Okay. Makes oh, Joanna Rowling, of course it is. What's the K for? Uh, Kathleen. I was right. Oh, oh, hang on. No, no, no. A publisher asked that she used two <coughs> initials rather than her full name. As she has no middle name, she chose K for Kathleen. There you go. So it's just Joanne Rowling. There's no K. Yeah. I got Phil's message now as well. 
What's he saying? He said, uh, happy Easter to both... To both? Oh, and your families, and all 7FM listeners. Yeah. All right, what about if they're not listening? Don't you want them to have a happy Easter? No. Selfish, um, Queen Elizabeth II, on this day in 1976, what did she do? Wasn't that her jubilee? You no. Know? She sent the first royal email. Blimey. From the Royal Signals and Radar Establishment in Worcestershire. Okay. You can see that from the train, I think. Really? Yeah, it's got loads of dishes and things outside it, I'm sure Wow. 76? Uh, yeah, 1976. It was also the hot... Wasn't that the hottest uh, summer? It and was. And a year later, it was her Silver Jubilee, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, was it 77, the Queen's Silver Jubilee? I was in the Cub Scouts. We had to do a parade through Gloucester. Yeah, I had to... Uh, I, I had to dress up as a home pride boy. Right. <laughs> No, I don't Nothing want to talk changes about it. really, does it? I don't want to talk about it really. Right. I, was, uh, I was abused by a flower man. <laughs> Not a flower man, but by flower. F L O U R. Yes. Right. Not okay. as in a f- yes. Yes. Didn't you? Um, no. That, that was, was someone funny. else. <laughs> I spent the rest of that year looking like a Pillsbury Doughboy. I heard that. 1923 BBC Radio started regular weather forecasts. I've got an exam in weather today, and I am not looking forward oh, to it. Oh, have you? Oh, mate. I, weather is just so blimmin' complicated. Yeah. Warm front, cold front, occluded front, isobars, parallel. Blimey. Oh, geogras- geostatic. No, was it? I can't even remember what it's called. Geo- geo- geostrophic winds. Well, just, yeah, but you just do what you normally do, right? You just take out the answers written on the back of your hand. What'd you say? <laughs> What, what did you just like you normally do? What did you just say? Cheat. No, but you never said that. It sounded like you said something else. I said written the answers on the back of your hand. It didn't sound like well, that's not didn't what it? You, no, it didn't. So my glasser accent. It sounded yeah. It sounded like something else. Let's play a song. That'll be two. Yes. We're gonna play the beat mirror in the bathroom and hands off she's mine at nine o'clock. Of Ooh. course we had an interview with uh, fantastic what's his name? Rankin Roger. Yeah man, he's my wicked man. Um, we're also going to, let's play a bit of Jake Quickendale now, shall we? Yeah, why not? He's, uh, he was on, um, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Uh, like him, actually. And I like his, this song's really good, actually, to be honest. Stop the sun from shining down on the ones you want around. When the time is up, you're just gonna let them go. They say bad things happen to good people. I agree, we're all equal. God seems to take his favourite ones. Cause I know the sun is shining on down And I got a rain cloud following me around And I know the sun is shining on down And I got a rain cloud following me around Can't stand the rain our lives but the reasons to survive and you'll always have a place inside my mind sense of time up and down goes around comes back around and if you're good you see the ones you love again i know the sun is shining Stand the rain. I'm playing to win a losing game. Can't stand the 
On 7FM. In this country, on average, someone dies from accidental carbon monoxide poisoning pretty much every week. You can't see it, you can't smell it, you can't taste it. And if carbon monoxide is leaking in your home, this is what it sounds like. You can buy a good alarm from any DIY store. And if carbon monoxide is leaking in your home, this is what it sounds like. The difference? About 15 pounds. Carbon monoxide. Don't be a victim of the silent killer. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. So did you watch Employable Me on BBC Two? Well, funny you should say that. <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Oh. <laughs> when was that on? Uh, Wednesday night. I, we may as well get rid of our TV. We never flip and watch it. And so, when I do sit down to watch something, I can't find anything I want to watch. It was about um, two guys, mainly. Uh, one guy had Tourette's, which he developed six years ago. Can you get it? Well, he thinks he always had it, but his brain suppressed it. Oh. Um, and the other guy had autism, and I can't remember how old he was. But oh. so it, it started off. Lee, Lee, and Pete were going on about it, and said it was unbelievable. Like it was quite shocking what the one guy was saying when he went for an interview. But so could, this is Tourette's guy. Yeah, I mean, he went. He, <laughs> I can't repeat some of the things he said, but he just he, he it was. Um, <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> Have you just had a message in? I've just had a message from Lee. Uh, hang on, I'm going to have to show Paul this. Read that. Don't read it out. <laughs> That's one of the things he said. Right. <laughs> Same bedroom. And Same then bedroom he, he also did that, the interview. Right. And then he just kept going... <laughs> and stuff like that. Okay. But the thing is... <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't funny, so you shouldn't laugh. All oh, right, sorry. I can't believe immature. you laughed. It's immature. No, it is. But it, it, some of the things were... Obviously, it was tragic what he had, but this, because of the circumstances... Are you going to Lee now? Or no, not Lee. back to this programme <laughs> no, no, back to the okay. programme, yeah. Um, yeah, don't get jealous, mate. No, I'm not jealous. Oh, he got jealous, yes. He got jealous, he said, Is he Lee. tall? Yeah, when he... 
When he, um, he's, he's actually probably similar height to you. He's, is he? Uh, yeah, right. let's see what he's got to say. This is Lee from My Steg, and you're listening to 7FM. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, thanks mate. Thanks. <laughs> um, he's getting jealous, mate. He's getting jealous. He's not sitting here, though, is he, with me? He, he, that's the chair he sat in. Oh, oh no, 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 Natalie sat in that chair. Oh, that's all right. I wonder what that chair was doing over there. Yeah. We're telling him to put the flipping chairs back when he's finished there. Yeah, don't get Dale, jealous. It's okay. Him. He's not coming in to take over. He's just going to come in and replace you. Put that's that all. That's where that goes there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so. And but the mic was down. Was that him as well? That was Natalie did that. She must be very short then. It was about three foot off the floor. No, 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 no. She's taller than you. Is she? Yeah. She's taller than him then? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So anyway, on this programme, um, it, it went through how they went for different jobs. And the one guy, basically, um, the guy who had Tourette's, did, found that he was a fantastic pho- photographer. And he went to this publishers and they basically said, you know, a lot of the stuff you've done here, I, we, we get so much of it and we can't sell it to John Lewis and, yeah. and to places like that. He said, but this one here and this one, we'll buy off you now. Really? Yeah. And the guy was like, it, it was really emotional Fantastic. actually. And the other one, <clears throat> the autism guy, who um, he couldn't communicate with people, what he had to do was write it on his computer then read it out. Oh, wow. Uh, he went to this, this chemist, uh, a pharmaceutical place, and um, they had some software that they needed testing, and he found a defect in the software, and then right. he, he, he reproduced it exactly to get the defect, and they showed the guy, and the guy was like, it's, it's amazing. Wow. And they gave him a job. That's because his brain works in a different yeah. way. That's exactly what they said. Well, well. It was, a fa- it was really good. If you, can, if you get the opportunity to get it back on BBC okay. iPlayer... Okay. Then watch it because it is, um, you know, there's, it's, it's really good. Because you know, I don't watch much TV. The only thing I have enjoyed was yeah. on Sky Arts. Oh yeah, I think I mentioned it before. Uh, occupied, occupied by the Russians. Oh, invading Norway, effectively. Oh yeah, yeah, you did brilliant say program. That. Really, really well written. Yeah, it was lots it was of a twists drama. and turns. Yeah, okay. The last one last night, but they kind of left it open for the second series. Which <clears> means <throat> there's not really a full stop under the first series, <sighs> and it gets you a bit. Because I said to Janine, we'd finished. I said, was that the last one? She, yeah, I said. Hmm. So that's not really resolved anything? She said, well, it's left it open for the second series, isn't it? Yeah, see, that happened with um, Lucky Man last night as well. Okay. So Lucky Man stars, um, what's his name, Nesbitt, the Irish guy who didn't have any hair, and now he's got hair. I was thinking... Of having hair? Yeah. (laughs) No, I've never watched Game of of Thrones. Oh, right, okay. Not ever. Single episode. Really? And the whole lot now is on Sky. Yeah. I thought I might start watching it. All the box sets, all the old ones, right back to the first episode. Yeah, that's right. But there's quite a lot now out there. I'm just wondering Uh, whether I'm going to start something I can't finish. Well, if you... If you, um... Well, if you watch it, then you will finish it, won't you? Well, yeah, but it's... um, What I mean is this... Whatever, is it six series now? Yeah. And what, ten a series? No, more than that, isn't it? Is it? Am I going to get through 60, 70 episodes? Well, if you watch them, you will. I know, but I... That's finding time, isn't it? Well, then don't watch them. I'm not allowed to sit down in front of the TV. I get into trouble for that. I have to oh, inside Because you have to things. cook and clean and all that, don't you? Yeah. Well, Janine's yeah. just doing what she wants to do. Yeah. Really, in the garden, yeah. pottering around. Yeah, you need to sort that out. Yeah. You need to sort that out, mate. Because, <laughs> you know, at the end... Well, actually, though, to be fair, she, she's a bit more practical than you, isn't she? Yeah. Really? I, d- I do need to be a man, a man though. Uh, yeah. A man. That's a Freudian slip, because it's my mum's birthday today. Oh, wow. Bless her. Oh. She won't be listening. No. She's not interested in anything I do. She well, never has been. Same with my family. They <laughs> couldn't... They're not interested in the 7FM stuff at all. Your sister, what, li- 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 listens? My sister's never listened, ever. Well, didn't you see? I meant to tell you about this. There was a big thread from your sister. She was ranting on about something, and someone said, perhaps your lovely brother could talk about that on the radio. I didn't And I made that. the mistake of answering. What did you say? I put, we never talk about anything serious, and then there was a big, long thread about it. When was this? 
this is about a couple of months ago, and I oh, forgot I'd... to tell you. <clears throat> yeah, I would, I'm surprised at that. But you get on quite well with your sister, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. You, you get hold of her phone and post rude stuff and <laughs> yeah. um, the occasional rude picture of her. Definitely, definitely. Wasn't it you that put a picture of her bottom on Facebook? No, oh, she did that. Oh, of her bottom. Was it her bottom or my bottom? No, it's my bottom. <laughs> was it? I put my bottom on her phone. <laughs> right. Broke the phone. So did she? Yeah. As you do. So, you haven't got an iPhone, have you? No. <laughs> Some people have. Lee's got an iPhone. You haven't, no. No, I haven't got Well, you have. Rubbish. Well, listen to this, right? Apple tackles iOS 9.3 update glitch, right? Right iPhone and iPad owners locked out of their devices because of stupid Apple. Sorry, it doesn't say that on here, but <laughs> of a problem with Apple's latest mobile operating system have been provided with a solution. Yeah, by an Android. I'm just going to say sorry, that. Sorry, sorry. You're stealing my... Today, sorry. it's like the, the Paul show, isn't sorry. it? Sorry. The iOS... Oh, I never had this problem with Lee yesterday <laughs> when he was in here. <laughs> yeah. The iOS 9.3 update caused some older versions of the phones and tablets to require the IDs and passwords previously used to set them up. Many people complain that their machines have become unused machines. Surely devices. What's the difference? Well, a device is something that's used to achieve something. And what's a machine? It's a bigger device. Right. <laughs> uh, many people complain, <laughs> complain that their machines have become unusable because they'd forgotten or did not know the details. Apple has, detained, has detailed a workaround. Again, yeah, buy an Android. <laughs> Throw it in the bin. <laughs> it's also stopped vulnerable devices being able to download the software and begun issuing new versions of the operating system, oh. which ditch the ID check for affected machines. So there you go. That's that's good then. Have they never heard of testing anything, mate? I know. Oh, I know. Oh, that I know. Should it? No, it shouldn't. In I mean, some cases, if customers do not recall their password, their device will remain in an inactivated state until they can recover or reset their password. Apple said in a statement, we are Apple, we'll do what we like, and if you've got a problem with it, go... F <laughs> Stick it up your bum. Yeah, dot com. <laughs> oh, no, they didn't say that. Oh, right. And what they said was, for these older devices, they're having a go at people or for keeping old, not buying the yeah, latest Apple phone. Yeah. Uh, we have temporarily pulled back the update and will release an updated version of iOS 9.3 in the next few days that does not require this step. Well, good If for you can you. get into your phone to update it. Yeah, good for you. Pathetic. It's rubbish. I hate Apple. I hate them. You're, um, you've, you've been a bit of a convert now, haven't you? I've, I've had Apple devices since about 19. When did, um, William Cumberledge introduce me to the iPhone? 2008. William Cumberledge? Yes, he's, he uh, king of Denmark, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah. Really? No. Oh. I don't know. No, he's a guy that I work with at Orange now. I actually, uh, unfortunately, I've, no, I don't mean unfortunately, uh, <laughs> but he now works where I work, so. Oh. Um... Yeah, so uh, he introduced me to the iPhone 3. Blimey. Which was the one before the iPhone 3G. Right. And then, uh, you know, he was going on about it very excitedly. True story. And then you, you were stuck with Apple for years and now you don't, you're not, you don't. Well, I just can't stand the fact things like this happen. Yeah, I know. I don't like, I don't like the fact there's no, I don't have enough control. I mean, I'm not particularly a geek. No, you're not. But I want to be able to... You know, it's like iTunes. Yeah. Once you've loaded something on iTunes, you may as well just chuck it. That's you've lost it then. Oh, mate! If you want to use it anywhere well, else, if you actually if you want to use it on a Windows machine, yeah, you've had it. Good night, nurse, mate. I know. Because you can't even do it. You click on iTunes, you wait for an hour, it loads up, then it crashes, then it then it won't. Oh, mate! I've, oh, I just flipping it, <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Got my headphones caught now. Is that better? Should we play another song? Yeah, why not? Do you want a bit of Megan? Uh, yeah, I love a bit of Megan. Or do you want a bit of uh, a bit of the the one out of the Pet Shop Boys? No, Megan, please. The lead lead singer. Yeah. Okay. You want a bit of Megan, do you? Neil Thingy. Uh, Neil Tennant. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, Megan, please. Let's play a bit of Megan then. This is uh, Watch Me Do. It was released on Thursday again. Uh, one of the new releases in the UK. Uh, here we go. I'm the shh, be quiet. I've been on a low hater diet. I'm the shh, be quiet. I've been on a low hater diet. Cause I just woke up and I feel some type of way. I get all choked up when I see how much I made. And I But I got nice curves, nice bursuses. I don't waste the texts for my exorcist. All in my DMs, leaving messages. Woo! Head spinning like an exorcist. And I ain't a teacher, but the lesson is if you wonder how I make you look effortless, the answer to your question is that I just woke up. And I feel some type of way. I get up. You're drumming. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Why'd, why'd you say it like that? Because I wasn't ready. It's just first thing that came to my head. Yeah. Could have been a lot worse. In 1981, four Labour defectors known as the Gang of Four launched the Social Democrats Party. Oh, yeah. The four were Roy Jenkins. Did you see one of spat everywhere? No, that was uh, Neil Splatters Me Hattersley. Oh, yeah, that was. <laughs> that's it. Um, David Owen, William Rogers, and Shirley Williams. See, I don't remember William Rogers. No. Their aim was to reconcile the nation and heal divisions between classes. Well. Well, they failed there, then. They did. At 1999, X-, suffering from lung diseases, won a compensation deal worth £2 billion. It was the biggest industry injuries case in, uh, industrial injuries case in British legal history. Yeah, because they got things. Was it? Is it emphysemia? Is that is that the disease they you, get? Yeah, you can. Minors. It's yeah, horrible, it's isn't it? Not very nice. Not very nice at all. Not good at all. Not a nice thing. What about that one at the bottom there? That's interesting, though. What's that? Which one? Two thousand and six. Go on then. From six a.m. 
Uh, the prohibition of smoking in all substantially enclosed public places came into force in Scotland. Was that before the UK, before England? Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? Do you know the thing... This is going to... I don't know if anybody's listening who's into this kind of smoky, vapey thing. Nobody's listening, Paul. Vapey thing. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, I sat behind a car, and this bloke, he had his window shirt, and he was one of these vapey things. Uh. Honestly, it looked like a flipping dry ice machine had gone off. (laughs) How he could see... Yeah. There's so much stuff come out, and I also don't like it, because I was in the car, and I could smell this stuff. Yeah. And I don't like that. I don't like it. I I don't don't like... I don't like anybody who impacts me in any way no, whatsoever. No. Like, you know, interrupts me or whatever. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have got to think about that. I know. I have got to think about that. I, I have got to think about that. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to interrupt me then. Sorry, sorry. It's my fear of dead air. So rather than not say anything, I say something that's wrong. Let's tr- see how long we can do cope with dead oh, air no, for. no, don't. Oh, I don't freak me out. I can't. I you can't. can't. It's, you horrible. Can't. it's horrible. It's horrible. It? You can't do it, can you? It is. That's you... good though, because you obviously got your um, your your dead air kickatron. <laughs> Kick kicks <laughs> off, <laughs> and uh, it does stuff. Which is Mind good. you, I've heard the, I heard the Phil Meek show the other week. So I could do with a bit more dead air. That good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very really nice, is it? I love Phil. He's a lovely man. How much do you love him? He is twelve. 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 <laughs> <laughs> He Can is, I help you at all? He's a genuinely, genuinely lovely fellow, isn't he's he? Out he's out me. Give me me rack. Such a nice... What, of lamb? Give me me rack. Me 19-inch rack. He's such a lamb. nice guy, isn't he? He's he kind of just, you know... I'm getting him talking about radio shows, then. You never shut him up, but... Yeah. Anyway, more importantly... <laughs> no, not more importantly at all than Phil, but Lee was quite impressed, I think, with this setup. No, don't, don't get upset. Come on. You know, I look at Lee. He's a technical expert genius. Lee Shmee. And I think... Uh, Lee Shmee. And I think he sort of approved of, uh, of this stuff. Yeah, well, it does... T- it's taken a bit of building, isn't it? Yeah. You like me, Rack? Yeah, I bet. I told him that Phil gave it us. He yeah. Went, oh, Phil sounds good. Paul doesn't sound so good, he said, but <laughs> Phil sounds really good. <laughs> I reckon I'd get on with Lee. Yeah, you would. I'm going to send him a friend request now. No, don't. Don't don't accept it. Like, like, you've, like you've done with all my Swedish friends. They have to be friends. Well, they sent me one. I didn't ask for them. That blimmin' what's her name just sent me one. That, um, what's the one, the Swedish one that you were singing with? How, and that Matt's. How, the thing is, he sent me one as well. Yeah. But I don't even know them. No, but he thinks you're in the band. But it doesn't mean I want to be their friend. But I, don't I don't accept like, it then. I don't accept friends for people don't I don't know it. or fine. like. It's fine. And the, the only reason I let you friend me was because you do this. <laughs> you don't mind. You seem to be quite all right with accepting friend requests from attractive female Swedish women. Well, yeah. Seen to cause you any problems? Well, no, exactly. <laughs> and I've been sort of, I've been uh, sending all, you know, looking at all them and sending them all friend yeah, requests. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, that's fair enough. Of course. If, if I don't come back from our trip to Sweden with 20 new female Swedish friends, then it's going to be a wasted trip. Well, exactly. I'm not going, if that's the case. <laughs> do you like a bit of Cuba? Pardon? You like the Rolling Stones, don't you? They do. I do, yeah. They've just um, they've just done some big uh, big thing, haven't they? Have they? Yeah, but it's, they on, it's on a page that I haven't got to yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I saw this on the news this morning, actually. They've rocked, let's rock, meet, Havana, playing to tens of thousands. I actually heard it was half a million people watched them, which is unbelievable. Uh, it's muy bien. In the Cuban capital, where foreign rock music was banned for several decades, many of those at the free concert were lifelong fans who for years had to keep quiet about their love of the Stones and other groups, because they were banned, weren't they? Uh, Mick Jagger welcomed fans in Spanish before opening the performance with the 1968 hit Jumpin' Jack Flash. The concert comes days after a historic visit by US President Barack Obama. Time changes everything. Uh, tens of thousands of Cub- Cubans you try to get to the grounds of Havana's What huge is going on? Were you reading this? I'm going to go to the venue. I was here. Havana. 
Good evening, my people of Cuba, said Jagger, before beginning the eagerly awaited performance. Did he the say it like that, or did he go, Good evening, my people of Cuba? The band swept through 18 songs in a two-hour gig, wow. including Sympathy for the Devil and Satisfaction. Wow. Yeah, sorry, I can't talk today. Yeah. I'm not quite with it, really. I've noticed. Yeah, the, I'm not quite with it. The show is pretty crap today. Yeah, I should we back it up? <laughs> yeah, should we just let's all go home. <laughs> put a sustain on. Yeah, hang on. Let's just flick that. Yeah, but we all, this happens, then we'll be on fire in the second half. No, we won't. It's going to get worse. Because you told me nobody listening. No, I, I, but there are. I all was right. lying. All right, okay. I'd better yeah. up my game then. <laughs> if people listening. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's quite funny about Cuba, isn't it? Because, um... It's an interesting place because they have really not been sort of... They, they've stayed out of the Western uh, Front for a while now. They have. But they've um, they've sort of got their, a, a unique look at um, health. And there's like a doctor lives in every community, apparently. Really? Yeah, and they have to go for a yearly checkup, regardless. Because, really? Yeah, they attack they attack illness at the court at the start, not right. have to Don't treat wait it. till you... Yeah. You know, and they're very poor. Um... When the neighbours went out, they said they, they were amazed that oxes were pulling ploughs through fields. Blimey. They were all seemed to be happy. You had to go to a cafe uh, to use the internet, and you couldn't have email. Blimey. Um, and to be honest, I like the sound of it. They're the US best friends now, aren't they? Good yeah. mates. Gonna, well, to be honest, that's the end of it now, isn't it? Yeah. I think now the Yanks have got involved. No offence, yeah. uh, Fire Tiger. <laughs> um, that's the end of it, really. You're right. Yeah. Something up your arm? Yeah. Good. I keep, I keep thinking it's weird that you've got jeans on. You never wear jeans. Well, I do. Well, not in here you do. No, I don't normally. You normally wear tracksuit bottoms. Yeah, I like to be free. But <laughs> Everybody free. <laughs> Too much information. Well, it's nice. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Cuba now. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I, I, you know, the verdict's out for me. There's still big differences, aren't there, between the US uh, well, on, yeah, on the various US policies? Are, yeah, the US are... Um, yeah, because Fair Play to Cuba, they said... Uh, it's great, uh, it's great that we are going to work together, but, you know, don't come around here, Americans, and make us change things. We're not going to do it, no? Yeah, that's right. It's not, yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know, don't make us do things. We're not going to do them. No, that's very good. Where did he go? Where's he been? Barack, Mexico, was it? <laughs> he gone to Mexico. <laughs> Arriba. <laughs> so I was trying to remember. I couldn't remember. Arriba, Arriba, Andre, Andre. What were those cartoon characters? It was a little mouse, wasn't there? Yeah, a little mouse. Um, and um, Roadrunner. Some... No, 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 no. When he's he Spanish. Speedy Gonzalez. That's him. Speedy, Speedy Gonzalez. Gonzalez. <laughs> Talk like this. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> we need a clip. Yeah. Can't get him to do a jingle for us. No. Hello, no. this is Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez. I didn't mean to say Gonzalez. It's just Gonzalez. Me. Yeah. Yeah, it's pathetic. <laughs> it's playing another song because you're boring me a little bit. <laughs> uh, new order, mm, not sure about it, to be honest. We've done Megan uh, Trainer. Yeah, I didn't like that. Nah. What about the Lumineers? Oh, they're good. Yeah, so we'll play them after. I like this one, Claire McGuire and Elizabeth Taylor. This is yet another new entry into the UK charts this week. Ooh. This could be a movie I feel like Elizabeth Taylor Red lips, dark hair Alone in my trailer Under my white shirt Heart like stone Wearing fake designer 
I've lost and loved again But here I am on my own I feel like Elizabeth Taylor Do I make you nervous? I feel like Elizabeth Taylor And I just on the surface Excellent. That's it. Do you like that? Yeah, sorry, I just did a cough. Just yeah, well, you were doing uh, uh, The cusp of you putting the you, fade rope. You would, wouldn't you? I mean, you just damaged it. Was Lee all, wouldn't do that. It was all right. It didn't do enough for me, that song. Nah, it, I mean, it was the same chord sequence all the way through. And which I think was of, something like FGC. And just a bit of violin in the background. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was all right. So what, what's your prediction on that one? 
Well... Will it go up the charts? No, it's not... Will it enter at the charts? No. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. It was alright. I've become, uh, become one of these, like, failed musicians that gets cross at anybody else that has success with a song that they thought I could writ- written easily. You could writ it easily. Yeah, writ it easily. Yeah. I'm still not with it. No, I need, I need more not. coffee. Coffee. You need, I think we need a coffee. So coffee. what we'll do is we'll talk for a bit. We'll put another song on because Paul's not with it. But before we do that, um, I just wanted to talk about um, Amazon. Oh, oh your favourite. Oh, I'll just <coughs> drop my glasses. I'll <coughs> yep. be back in a minute. Amazon has published an online guide explaining how to access its virtual assistant, Alexa. I like that name, Alexa. Nice name, that, yeah. Via a Raspberry Pi. Ooh. The technique presents a lower-cost alternative to buying one of its Echo devices, which are not yet available outside of the US. Right. Uh, and an in- incentive to gain computer skills. I might see if I can get Emily involved with this. Ah. So the walkthrough includes access to the necessary app data and certificates in order to link the budget computer up to the tech giant servers. Coding experts welcomed the initiative. The Raspberry Pi pocket-sized computer was designed by a British charity to encourage children and others to learn how to write computer programs. More than 8 million units have been sold or given away. Amazon says that users require at least the second generation model, which I have one, uh, released in February 2015 as well. It, you need a plug-in microphone. Yeah, got that. Right. A micro SD card. Well, you want to use it without that. Yeah. An Ethernet cable. Again, you want me to have to get on the network without that. And a Wi-Fi wireless adapter, which I've got. Why do you um, need the Ethernet cable and the adapter? I don't know. It's a good point. And yet you're not even techie and I'm you've not. Asked that no, question. I know, I know. A mouse, a keyboard and a screen. Yeah. Most Raspberry Pi owners would already own most of these, if not all of these add-ons. There you go. So I'm going to try and get Emily into computing and stuff like this. We you did. Know. We got George a Raspberry Pi, um, but he just gets he gets impatient. So we would. We, I said to him, "Let's work." We downloaded the Python programming guide. Let's, let's yeah. just work through it a bit at a time, and I'll learn it at the same time. Yeah. So we got to the Hello World program. Yeah, he'd done that. And uh, he got bored path. then. Yeah. Then he's going off topic then. He's like, well, what if I do this and this and this? No, 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 no. no. I, I follow no, the book. Follow no, 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 no. Let him do that. I know, I know. Because I get... you're, what you're doing is you're stifling his creativity. But he's asked me questions. He wants to do stuff. And I'm like, but I don't know. I don't know how to do that. We've got to work through you, it. No. You're probably right. I am. What do you mean I'm probably right? You're probably, you might be right. <laughs> well, no, the thing is, if he's creative, and he is very creative. He is quite creative. You need to, you know, it's like with me with the piano, that when I was a little girl, and my mum said to my music teacher, yeah, he, he, she said, how's he doing? He's doing all right, he's doing all right, but he keeps playing by ear, and I've told him he must read music. Oh. And the music teacher said, oh my God, he can play by ear? Mm. I've never heard him play by ear. And she said, he always uses his hands normally. <laughs> And, um, I like that. Yeah, and because it gives him a headache. That's and the funniest she, moment of the show so far. It is, far. so far. <laughs> and she said, no, do not stop him playing by ear. Ah. She said it's a gift. Mm. And Emily can do it, you see. Yeah. So did you hear me do my uh, Zara Larson? I did. And it sounds just like it. I know. But I had to read music to, to get that, and then I learned it. See, having the combination of both is incredibly powerful, isn't it? it if you've got the technique and yeah. you can learn, and you can do it by ear, then... Yeah. Uh, you know, this is what I keep saying to George, because he has got that, some of the stuff he composes is brilliant. Yeah, it is, it is. Uh, and he, you should encourage him as well, not stop him and tell him off for no, not reading the Raspberry Pi book. You're right. Yeah. But you know honest. when you come over, you're going to have to look at his setup and stuff. Yeah, and I'll look at all that. Talk. So I bring the drone over, we can fly it in the oh, garden. Oh, God, you'd be friends for life. I could do, couldn't I? You could do. Friends for life. Probably I get drunk and smash it up. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Did I tell you Lee flew it yesterday? Yeah, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time for the news yet? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Lee, what, what did you what did you think no, of 7FM? No, this no, is don't. Lee from my stage. Hello, Lee. And you're right. listening to 7FM. All right, mate. All right. He does sound like, he does sound nice, actually. He is a, a nice, nice bloke, friendly. Yeah. And his missus is. Yeah. What I found about his, his girlfriend, uh, Natalie, I keep going to want to say wife, 
She was just so easy to talk to. Really? Not like you. She's drunk. You're hard work. I know. You're I'm really a... hard work. I know. In fact, you're very, really <laughs> hard <laughs> Oh, I can't be horrible to you. That's all right. Back well, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't for a bit. Just a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Just for another so, minute. We've got, uh, we're c- coming up to the news in about 20 seconds time. After the news, we'll be playing uh, a back-to-back from The Beat. Uh, where my childhood... Do it, do it, do it, do it. Uh, the beat, yeah. Uh, uh, Ranking Roger. Yeah, steady. Yeah. And uh, Mirror in the Bathroom. And then Hands Off, She's Mine. I love both of those songs. songs. I was at Sacred School then. Wow. For for, uh, for the criminally insane. Before you've been expelled. Exactly. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> we don't talk about that. It's the news. Here's the news. Luckily. Across Gloucester and around the world at 7 f you're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7 FM. Hi, this is Rankin Roger from The Beat, and you're tuned into 7 FM. It's the sound that leads the way today. Do it.
Is that ranking Roger? Yes, it is. Hello, sir. This is Andy Clark from 7FM. Have you got a few minutes to talk to us? I have indeed, yes. You are vocalist and inspiration behind the beat. Indeed, yes. Indeed. Well, oh. partially. I mean, we. I think all the original members of the beat inspired it in their own way, just the magic of it. It says actually on your website, formed in the working-class suburbs of industrial Birmingham in England in 1978, the beat arose at a time of high unemployment and social upheaval. From the outset, the band offered messages of hope and peace with an insight into socio-political topics that would later, alongside uh, the specials, see them heralded as forerunners of the whole two-tone and ska movement. And I grew up with that. I mean, what a fantastic era it was, wasn't it? It was, but it was a, a very dangerous and, and sad time, too, you know. Was that was a great interview, actually. I really, really... Oh, was the end of that? Yeah. Well, just it, hung up on him. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Bit grumpy of you? No, no, no. 20 minutes it goes on for. Uh, it, but it was good. It was a good interview, that. I like the word... Did he say the word inspirated? Yes. <laughs> did he mean to say inspired? Well, you're having a go at him now. Well, yeah. you, well hang on, just because he's famous and well, he's, he's made more money than you at music. <laughs> Everyone's famous and more, made more money than Come me. Come round here, having a go at my mate Rankin Roger. Brrr, or Rankin, as you call him. Ranker, the ranker. <laughs> you got to be careful with that one. <laughs> he's a nice guy. He was, honestly, when I, rang, when I rang him up, I remember ringing him up, and uh, I heard this, um, the, the, the phone sort of tripped, the ring tripped. Yeah. <clears throat> and then it, it just started playing some reggae music. <laughs> really? Mm. <clears throat> and he went, yeah, man, how you doing? I went, it's Andy Clark from the beat. He went, all right, mate, hang on a minute. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll just hang on. I've got a Bluetooth headset and he's just playing something in the background. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> but he was brilliant. Really, really good. I mean, we, we had a bit of a run, didn't we, on interviews? We did. And then when I built the studio, they all stopped. I blame oh, Sean. He did all right. Yeah, we did. The, the, the one, the, yeah, that was good. The scariest one. I know you're going to say. Yeah, go on then. Jermaine Greer. Oh, yeah. That was scary. Frightened the hell out of me. And then she started telling me about this this book she'd written about grooming. Right. And I was just like, where am I going with this? And she said that she'd, uh, she said, well, what I've done is I've written this book about a frog. And this frog's getting groomed by the snake. And the snake's going to eat the frog. And it goes on about this. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, but you know what? The publishers didn't like it. And I went, Really? Aww. Are you being sarcastic? No, no. She never said that. No, God, no. I hung, <laughs> hung up on her and said, you got the wrong number. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Peter Street, 7FM. <laughs> Home number 01452 372233. No, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. I mean, big names. Indeed, indeed, indeed. That's good stuff. Yes. So, do you like the beat? You don't, do you? Well... You don't like him. You said I don't like this music, you said. In my school... It was all Grebos. It was... You were either one or the other. You couldn't be both. I was... I was a bit of both. Because I was were. a musician. I know. Well, allegedly so was I. Yeah, but you weren't, were you? Because you'd not, have been a bit of both. Not properly. You were sort of one half and not the other. I think the truth is I secretly quite liked it, but I didn't want anyone to know I liked <laughs> it, because I was supposed to be liking Rainbow <clears> and <throat> Saxon and all that sort Saxon, of... Saxon, yes. Good old Biff. Yes. Who looks very much like Caro. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. He does look like Karen. Yeah. Um, True story. I'm just looking now that apparently in 1945, on this day, David Lloyd George, British statesman and Liberal Prime Minister, died. He was Prime Minister of a wartime coalition government between the years 1916 to 1922 and the leader of the Liberal Party from 26 to 31 and was a key figure in the introduction of many reforms which led the foundations of the modern welfare, welfare, welfare state. Didn't he invent the NHS? No, that was Noy Bevan. Ah, yeah. His boyhood home village was... Go on. Clan... Clan... Clan Stumdy... Dumdy Wumdy... Is that doi at the end? Doi. Doi. Clan Stumdoi. Clan Stumdoi Gwennet. 
Gwyneth. Yeah. Which uh, houses the Lloyd George Museum. Well, well. Yeah. Um, yeah, Clan Stum. We need, what we need is, uh, we pity you don't know any Welsh people. I don't yeah. know any Welsh people. I gotta say that, Lee, because he gets. He's, he's just told me now in the kitchen, he said, Look, I think you're going about Lee a bit much. He yeah. said, Can you stop it? It's upsetting me. Split up. He said, <laughs> Yeah. Richard III. Yeah. Have you done one? Uh, the only <laughs> English monarch without a Mark Grave was re entered, a re interned even, at Leicester <laughs> 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 Here we go again. <laughs> Richard III's been re entered. <laughs> Oh, blimey. <laughs> 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 what a show. There's always one a show. <laughs> no wonder he had a hump on his back. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's suddenly improved the whole show. I'm fine now. Back in the room. Uh, <laughs> so Richard III has not been re-entered. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear, dear. <laughs> Richard III has been re-interned. <clears throat> well, afterwards, yeah. he was re-entered as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> including high court action over his final resting place. Following his death in August 1485 at the Battle of Bosworth... Uh. Um, Richard III's body was buried in the new, demolished uh, Franciscan Friary in Leicester and was discovered in 2012, in September. Wasn't it in a car park? Oh, it yes, was, it? yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, 28th of March 2015, the, the area of Richard III's tomb was open to the public, where he was then... <laughs> <laughs> which they entered his tomb. So, my friend Andy, who you know Andy as well now... He's not related to him. No, but he's from, he's from Leicester. They, they went back up when they moved the body to its final resting place. Did he have a special invite? No, they just Not went to Bosworth, isn't it? Bosworth, they moved, moved, his, they processed through the streets. Yeah. Didn't it? Nasty, 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 nasty battle, that. What, the Battle of Bosworth? Oh, yeah, because, wasn't it the, 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 the... Oh, I'm rubbish on. on history. Was Richard III a Tudor? Was he a Yorkist or a Lancastrian? Oh, don't... He was a Tudor, wasn't he? Oh, no, was know. he a Tudor? Henry Tudor married... I love, oh. I love all these programmes, and I just never remember, I just never oh, retain... Blimmin' heck, I've forgotten it all now. My mum would know. Let me ring her up. All right. <clears throat> no, because she'd start going on a bit why I haven't visited her for a week. Oh, dear. No, I'm not, not going to ring her. That's all right. Uh, the Battle of Bosworth... Yeah. Uh, ...was the last significant battle of the Wars of the Roses, between the houses of Lancaster and York. Yes, uh, Battle was won by the Lancastrians, but uh, that doesn't answer your question, does it? No, he was a, he was a, he was a Yorkist. Of course he was. He was the brother... Of, um, yes, that's right, that's right. It's Edward the something. Is it all coming back yes. to Yes. He was the brother of Edward the something who married the White Queen, or became the White Queen. Right. And their daughter, Elizabeth. Oh, you're stretching me now. Married Henry Tudor, who was the dad of Henry VIII. That's it. I oh, think I got well it there. Done. I think I got it there. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, back in know, the room. The Battle of Bosworth wasn't actually fought at Bosworth. No, it's fought at um, Tintron Abbey. Yeah. Uh, Richard had an impressive military arsenal. Henry Trina had landed in Wales. Had a march on... I don't know, I can't. I'm rubbish. I wish I knew more because history is... A lot of people say that. You history are. is fascinating, isn't it? It wasn't when I was at school. I hated it. I hated every minute of history. And then, um, when I become old, a couple of years ago... Yeah. I, I've, I'm obsessed with history. So, for me, it's antiques and archaeology. Well, do you know what? When I was working at EE, 
and I was I was working in London, and sort of in the evenings I could nip out to places in London, so I'd just nip up the history museum. Or actually, they closed at six, so I didn't have long. But I, I nipped up the um, the Royal Albert. Um, I nipped up the Royal Albert Museum, <laughs> Victoria <laughs> and Albert Museum. Yeah, and um, I touched uh, a li- well. I said I touched it. I think it's in a case. I touched an Elizabethan harpsichord that was allegedly played by Elizabeth I. Oh, my Lord. And that really... I got off on that. I yeah. really, really was, like, cold and shivering and... Yeah. Just because I thought, oh, my God. You know, America didn't really exist then. See, that's incredible when you look back. See, I get excited when I dig stuff up in our garden. Uh, have you got a metal detector? Yes. Have you? Is it better than mine? Probably not. No. So I, when, when I was saying about this big hole we've had dug in the garden, the first thing I said to the... Did you hear that? No. Oh, it must have been just in my headset. The first thing I said to the guy was, did you find anything? They were, I mean, they were digging with a digger. Oh, you could have had a laugh. You could have had a laugh. What should I have done? Just plastic skeleton. Oh. Stuck it down there and then a shooter next to it. Oh. Actually, we have... That that George been... has got a plastic severed arm. Oh, mate, you've <laughs> got to. Seriously. Are they going back in to do some more digging? I think they might have finished it. Oh, mate. You oh, wouldn't honestly, that have been funny? No, 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 no. Later. Let's do it later and let's photograph it. Can we do that? <laughs> yeah. And then photo... And when are they coming back? Uh, Tuesday. <clears throat> what you have to do is set up a video camera. Oh. And you, what we'll do tonight, we just dig a little hole. Yeah. The plastic severed arm in there. Yeah. And then cover <laughs> it up. And just so you can see a finger sticking out. Can we do that tonight, yeah? Yes. And probably. then we'll put it on the uh, 7FM page for... Brilliant. Jokes.com. How to prank our builders. Yeah. He's a big guy. He'll probably operate at the bottom of the hole. Yeah. But I get excited. So we have been around our garden with metal detectors and we found all sorts of... Nothing. Horseshoes are normally the thing. Yeah. We found a lot of clay pipes yeah. in our garden. <laughs> I'm sure they're clay pipes and not... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like the thought that someone... And loads of old little medicine <clears throat> bottles that were buried. So in that bit that bit of land that I wrote about every year, I always find something. It's normally China. Oh, yeah. Normally China, where there was probably, that was probably like an old house on, on that yeah. bit of land. Uh, and horseshoes. Very small horseshoes. Really? Yeah. Very small ones. Well, yeah, because, um, I mean, horses have been bred, haven't they, to, with shires to make them big and stuff. But in the yeah. older days, they could have been donkey shoes, I don't know. When did they start using horseshoes? Uh, not sure. Iron Age? I don't know. I don't know. Your sister would know, talking about her. Talking about horses. Phone her. I'm not ringing her. Why? Because she's moving house and she's... she's no way, is she moving house? <clears throat> well, she's not, but her daughter and son-in-law are moving in. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in 1897, four bronze horseshoes with what were apparently now holes were found in an Etruscan tomb. 1897. Dated around 400 BC. Ah, right. So there we go. It's a... This show is full of facts, isn't it? It's full of summit. <laughs> yeah. Time for a song. It, do you want a song? Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, don't have to listen. That's all right. No, but let's play a bit of Happiness by the Pet Shop Boys. Do you like Happiness? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Okay, should we do that? Yeah, a bit louder. Okay, a bit louder than that? Yeah. Okay, let's do it again. Can you tell us a Pet Shop Boys song yet? Already.
about that very excited on that one it's a bit uh, noisy it's, and a bit messy but it's, it's, it's to be honest it's the petrol boys you have to like it yeah i was gonna say it ticks the it ticks all the boxes yes i was listening to um neil tennant's the other day talk no i, I did a quite a good accent <laughs> impression of him didn't i <laughs> did, yeah. neil tennant's no how's it go i don't know I don't know him. Neil Tennant was talking the other day about... No, that's like Geordie, Where's he from? I don't know, Scotland. His teeth cruises. His teeth cruises. He was talking about, um, well, what we did is we set up this... um, We were playing lots and lots of... Yeah, anyway, I'm not going to do his voice. Lots and lots of techno-pop underground stuff. Yeah. And, you know, we we basically tried to commercialise it, and that's what we did. And I think, actually, fair play, did it? That's good. Are you coming to Sweden? Hopefully, yeah. Decided. When is it? Not long. It doesn't help me. Uh, 13th of April. Ah, let's check. It's right. Flights. Oh, check the flights to see if they're cheaper today. I reckon they've bottomed out now. They'll be on the way back up. Do you reckon they will be? I don't know. You're not sure? It'd be a laugh. It will be a laugh. I reckon you'll end up playing on stage with us somewhere. Yeah, this what happens. Yeah. Would you like me to bring all my professional kit, including the drone, so we can do some, like, wide-angle shots in the stadium? Above the stadium. (laughs) In the bar. You might hit the lights. You said you're playing in uh, the equivalent of Wembley. Is that not true? yeah. Well, it is true, or it's yeah, not it's true. Wombly. <coughs> Wombly. <laughs> yeah. Can't beat them. <laughs> it's underground. Uh, over room three. <laughs> should we, uh, should we list, uh, uh, let's listen it, to this? It, it, oh, it, it, I'm all over the place today. Um, this chocolatey stuff. Yes. Because, uh, to be honest, it's something that, and all joking aside, you know, something that Karen says, you shouldn't give dogs chocolate, and I say, that's absolute rubbish. Did you have many Easter eggs? Uh, well, <laughs> it's not Easter Sunday yet, <clears throat> so right. no. Okay. I bought Karen one. Fair enough. And then I bought this one from M&S, £18. Blimey. And yeah, yeah. And then she, what she, I didn't realise she does this. She looks through my receipts to see what I bought. Really? Yeah. That's not fair. No, I know. So she said, Keep well, I big nose out. Yeah. Brian? Yeah. She said, oh, you bought the steak, yeah. And you bought, um, you bought some, uh, something for me, cannelloni, yeah. What's this £18 thing? I went, Oh, don't worry about it. She said, no, what is it? What is it? I said, don't worry about it. She said, what is it? And I went, it's just surprise chocolate egg. <laughs> and she just went, I haven't bought you anything. And I went, oh, God. Don't I just, you know, I do it because I... ruined I, the whole thing, I isn't know, it? she's ruined the whole... She's left a really bad taste in your mouth. Well, that's, and also I, that and the acid I was eating. Yeah, I shouldn't... Don't give her the egg. Well, give not it to me. It. It's Bring a dark chocolate one as well. Oh, that's right, I don't like them. And it's got champagne truffles. I got cross with Janine, right, because it was Janine's birthday. She had four massive boxes of chocolates, which she ate in three days. <laughs> And then, you know, we were at that meal and there was that little raffle and we won, those, we won that little thing. It was four little chocolate eggs. Yeah. I said to her, because I didn't have any, I think I had a couple of her chocolates because they were her birthday chocolates. Yeah. Even though she ate the whole lot. Yeah. And I said, no, they're yours, you have them. I said, could I have the eggs? 
these little chocolate eggs. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So I ate a couple. Yeah. There was two left. <clears> and then <throat> she said to me, can I have an egg? I went, oh, all right, yeah, you've eaten four boxes of chocolates, but fine if you oh, want Oh, yeah, I can imagine you making a big deal out of it. Like so what she yeah. do? She ate both the eggs. Yeah. Both the remaining two. And I went out the next day and I went, where are those eggs? And uh, Janine said, um, I've eaten them. I went, what do you mean? What, you've eaten them both? She said, I said, there was two and you've eaten oh. them both. She went, well, you had two. Of course, that started me off then. I went, yeah, but I didn't have four boxes of chocolates, did I? Oh, dear. You sound like Lee and his, his blimmin' his screen wash. <sighs> what? Does <laughs> <laughs> he eat screen wash? No. Anyway, I'm all right now. Oh. <clears throat> God, you, I mean, you know, I, I often think i got issues, but... <laughs> it's going to kick off later. You've got <laughs> terrible issues, haven't you? Yeah, wait till you've had a drink. It'll be a fight. Oh, I tell you, I can't wait to bring this yeah. up later. Yeah, great. Is, is it okay it? to do yeah. that? Yeah, absolutely fine. Fantastic. Yeah. So, death by chocolate. So, delicious for humans, yeah. but potentially deadly to dogs. Uh, yes, chocolate is around in abundance at Easter, but vets are warning pet owners to stop their dogs from eating it. Chocolate is the most common human food that causes illness amongst dogs. Research... Published by Direct Line, Pet Insurance shows 9 out of 10 vets have treated cases of dogs made ill by human food in the last year, and chocolate is the most common cause. The average treatment for a dog that's eaten chocolate is over £200. Most likely this will involve making the dog sick, then putting the animal on a drip. Oh, no. I didn't know that. Uh, but in some cases, the cost can soar to closer to £1,000. TV vet Mark Abraham explains more. Music, news and information for South Gloucester. Show me. 7FM. My name is Mark Abraham and I'm a vet. Today's research by Direct Line Pet Insurance shows that 9 out of 10 vets have treated cases uh, of dogs made ill by human food uh, in the last year and chocolate is actually the worst cause. So it's not just chocolate that's harmful to dogs. Uh, other human foods that are toxic include grapes and raisins, uh, onions, uh, also sort of joints uh, of, of meat like lamb bones, for example, that can get stuck and can cause um, intestinal uh, perforation. So there's, there's a lot of dangers around that we need to um, be aware of and we certainly shouldn't be feeding uh, our dogs. It's not just dogs that are at risk, but dogs are, are, are commonly the pet that we feed scraps to. We assume that they can eat what we can eat. Uh, we like rewarding them with treats. So, yeah, dogs uh, and cats are at risk. Um, so please be careful not to feed human food to your pets without checking it's okay first. Over the Easter period, um, pet owners need to be extra careful. Uh, there are dangers around uh, Easter egg chocolate, for example. Hot cross buns with raisins in can be toxic. Uh, lamb bones um, fed in, you know, obviously, joints of meat can cause obstruction. Very, very costly uh, visit to the vet and life-threatening. Um, so try to offer uh, pet-friendly treats like pieces of carrot, pieces of cheese. Uh, there's enough out there to provide alternatives to thinking that giving chocolate to your pet is a good idea. Giving your pet sort of human food, especially chocolate, is a real problem, not just health-wise for your pet, because it can be fatal, uh, but, but, but cost-wise. I mean, any trip to the vet over the Easter weekend is going to cost you hundreds, if not thousands of pounds. And obviously, the more treatment that needs to be done on your pet, uh, the, the more expensive it is. So all this can be prevented. Keep chocolate, especially, well away from your dog uh, and have a happy and healthy Easter. So as a vet, we see all sorts of um, things being ingested by our pets, not just foodstuffs, but, you know, pieces of clothing, uh, all sorts of things, um, even cutlery. Um, so it, it's important to realise that, that the sooner they get treated, um, the 
obviously the better the outcome for the animal, but especially stuff that can be absorbed. So, for example, chocolate. Uh, your pet really needs to be seen within sort of two, three hours for the best uh, for the best results, because otherwise the stomach will empty into the the rest of the uh, intestines, and, and the stuff will become absorbed uh, into the bloodstream. So, we want to get the dog vomiting. We want to start treating um, the symptoms and treating some of the poisoning, uh, and we can only really do that effectively the, the sooner you call your vet and get your pet treated. So don't sit around uh, thinking, shall we, shan't we call the vet? Pick the phone up, make an appointment, and get your pet seen. There's emergency vets that will see your pet 24-7. There's no excuse. So for more information about poisoning and, and what foods are and aren't toxic to your pets, go to the Direct Line um, Pet Insurance uh, website. Also contact your local vet. You know, we're only too happy to help and prevent problems arising in the first place. Did you know that? No. But you know, on the, but on the opposite side round, opposite way round, I used to eat dog chocolates. Oh, Because you can get dog chocolates, can't you? Yeah, you can. Why would you eat them? Well, my aunt used to give them to a dog and we must have looked like starving kids, so she said, do you want one? I wonder if that's dangerous. No, because it's just, there's no cocoa in. I, I don't know if it's cocoa in. It didn't have any effect on me. I can still lick me own groin. <laughs> <laughs> and other people's. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I do apologise. Keep smelling your rear end. But yeah, exactly. That's, how it, that's exactly how it starts. To be honest, <laughs> that is interesting. I didn't realise it was that. I mean, that, what, 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 what he didn't what, what, say what, 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 is what happens if your dog eats chocolate. What happens to the dog? Um, well, yeah, it's just. But loads of people give their dog think they're being nice because you give them things that you'd eat. Yeah, and the things that you like, then you think they'd like them. God, yeah. But in nature, dogs wouldn't eat chocolate, would they? No, they wouldn't eat a lot of stuff. They wouldn't eat dog food for one, another thing as well. No. Do you want to have a listen to the Lumineers and Cleopatra? Another I love the new entries. Well, they like you as are. This, uh, in fact, they're not called the Lumineers. They're just called Lumineers, Lumineers aren't they? Lumineers, yeah. Very much like the Pet Shop Boys are called just Pet, Pet Shop, Shop Boys. Boys, and the Beat are called just the, the Beat. beat. <laughs> <laughs> I was young and an actress When you knelt by my mattress And asked for my hand But I was sad You asked it As I laid in a black dress With my father in a cast I had no plans
There you go. That was that. I like that. You did like that. It's a bit the same though, wasn't it? A bit it same-y. is a little bit. It's, it's good though, isn't yeah. it? A bit samey, but yeah. Broadband speeds rise, but mainly in urban areas. Yeah, the tell latest me about report it. from Ofcom on UK broadband speeds suggests there is still a wide disparity between urban and rural areas. Well, of course there will be because you don't have the infrastructure in urban areas that you do have. No. You have infrastructure in urban areas that you don't have in rural areas. Divs. The average broadband speed in the UK stands at 28.9 megabits per second, really. A 27% increase on the average speed last year. The study indicates. But it was weighted towards urban areas, where users enjoy services three times faster than in rural areas. Speeds in the countryside have not improved, said one expert. An Ofcom spokesperson said, Most people's broadband is getting faster, but too many people still can't get a good, reliable service. What do you get? What speeds? No. What do we you? <laughs> <coughs> I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you. Right, well, um, do a speed test for me then. Oh, hang on. What's my name? Oh. Oh, yeah, I get screwed um, up big time. Sixteen and a half meg down, and I get four meg up. That's good. Not really. Well, this compared to mine. But I want faster. I know. We only get three and a half down. Yeah. And about half up. But they're going to have to. They're going to have. The problem is, is. I mean, the thing is, there's a very logical, simple reason that in, in, in urban areas, the infrastructure is centrally localised, like a cab would be on a, a cabinet, would be on an estate. Yeah. So everybody on that estate probably lives within yeah. four or five hundred metres, at least, you know, maximum yeah. of, of the cab. Whereas, you know, I live 1,800 metres away from the cab. I think ours is about the same, isn't it? I don't even know where that cab is. You found the cab yeah, well, to us. Yeah, well, on the way home today, just have a look on the left. I've had a look and I can't it's see it. It's a big cabinet. It's, a, it? it's a double-faced one, yeah. Is it green? Twin doors. Yeah, it's green. Okay. Uh, so when we came back from Chicksbury, there was a cab before your house on the left, which has got, um... Uh, oh, a bro- super, uh, yeah, yeah, it's got a, a, it. um, a, you know, everybody knows what they're called, um, D-Slam. Right. D-Slam in a box. Of course. Uh, yeah. And yeah, but it's, that's only half the line. battle, isn't it, getting into the cabinet? It's got to then... Well, no, it's, that's not that's half it, the battle. That's it, isn't it? That is, that that is, is the it. battle, yeah. So why haven't we got it? Well, because that cabinet's not your cabinet. Oh. You're on cab three. Right, which I don't know what cab side. that was. I think that was off Kumail, that one, anyway. So when you're going home today, when you go past the turn into, not Frog Furlong Lane, is it, what's that one, Hatherley Lane, or... Hatherley well, Lane is on the right, yeah, yeah where you so go past go, Hatherley Manor, yeah. Yeah, when you go past that, yeah. it's up there on the left somewhere. Oh, not up that lane? No, 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 go past that junction right. on the right. Listen to what I'm saying. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's coming, you naughty... Where are your ears, you great big half-wit? <laughs> there you go, have some of that. <laughs> Thank you. 
The spoon, a knock on the head with a spoon. <laughs> I'll have a look then, because yeah. I thought it was a bit nearer my house. That's quite a long way away. It's about like a mile and a half. Oh, is it? It's about two miles to that junction. Oh. Yeah, but it's not that, it's, it's past there, it's not okay. near there. It's I'll check, there. I'll have a look. I oh, think I like I've been this. looking nearer to the house. Anyway, it's rubbish. And you can tell, so George, as I said, my son was away in Normandy on a school trip. And he was back last night, and I tried to watch them on the internet, and I couldn't because he's back online. But for twenty-two quid a month, you could have you could have um, twenty-five meg um, satellite. Really? Yeah. Is it that? I didn't know it was that cheap. Yeah. Is that uh, not four G satellite? Satellite. Yeah. Oh wow, that's not a lot of difference. No, it's not. We pay. The kit's about four hundred quid, I think. But oh right. Okay. To you be honest, that, did you? No. But, but to be honest, I wouldn't care about that. I'd just do it. Oh, that would make a big difference. Yeah. Mind you, by the time we've got fast broadband eyes, I chilled my left home. Do you know it's Nugget Day today? Yeah, chicken muck. Nugget? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> chicken muck. <laughs> oh, McNugget. Chicken <laughs> McNugget. Sorry. I, yeah, it's... I see what you did there. Yeah, like second coffee did it for me. It, yeah, satisfy this, the, or, the sweet tooth on Nugget Day and declare it a day for not counting calories. Hang on. It's not nugget. Wait, which page are you on? The front page. Satisfy a whole mouth of sweet teeth and a smile all the way through bites of the delicious mixture of nugget. New or nougat. No, it's nugget. Nougat. No, nugget. That's not, that's not, that's nougat. Well, no, but you say, you pronounce it nugget. I don't think you do, do you? I think you do. Do you know? Anyone know? Text in. No. Nougat. Keep nugget. Your, keep your thoughts to yourself. I'm going to dictionary it. It's nugget. I've got a dictionary out. Yeah, I used to, used to get the pink and white stuff. And bit yeah, and that was nougat, then. Yeah, you call nugget. it nougat. Nugget. Wrong. Well, there you get it. Criticise me. Pronunciation. Oh, no, that's his... Somewhere. So, listener, he's now getting his phone out, and we all know he's a techno... I can't burk. even type. Uh, no offence. And, um, so he's gonna be doing that for a while, so let's just talk about him. Pronunciation. Um... Oh, let's talk about the EU referendum while you're doing that. Yeah, why not? <clears throat> 250 business leaders back exit, say campaigners. A list of 250 businesses leaders who support Britain leaving the EU has been published by the Vote Leave Group. The list includes former HSBC chief exec, Michael Geoghegan, uh, the founder of Phones for You, John Cordwell. I've met him. I had a meeting with him once. Really? And the hotelier, Sir Rocco Fort. But Britain's stronger in Europe said Vote Leave could not find a business to officially back it as those listed supported it in a personal capacity. Okay. Uh, a referendum on whether the UK should stay in the EU will be held on the 23rd of June and last month bosses of 36 of the largest listed companies in Britain signed a letter urging voters to remain in. That's interesting. But Matthew Elliott, Voters Leave's chief exec... Vote Leave chief, chief exec said it had a growing list of business supporters. Vote Leave also announced that its business council would be chaired by John Longworth, who resigned his role as director general of the British Chamber of Commerce. But that's... Don't you find that strange that the Chamber of Commerce leader, the ex-leader, is saying we want out? Yeah, but the trouble is... Why does he say that, Paul? There is a lot of very credible voices saying we should stay in and a lot of very credible voices saying we should leave. So they can't both be right. <clears throat> no, so which one is right? Well, there's a good question. I would stay in, me, personally. Why? Because I think it does more good than harm. Like what? Well, some of the regulations what? that they bring in. Which one? Um, so some of the working time directives and stuff, that we're prote we get some protection. Yeah, but hang on. <clears throat> but 
What happens if that hampers the way that we work, and therefore we can't do things because we have what, to... What, like work a 42-hour... Yeah. So a lot of people, uh, and I know one person in particular, works a lot of hours, but they've that's... not opted out of that. No, but that's not right, is it? And some of the financial... Don't you think the financial transactions that we make across Europe would be complicated if we were Why would they? People still want to trade with us. I don't know. So actually, you're basing your... your, um thoughts on supposition yeah i am yeah so I'm really probably... what we could me and you could both do with is some real tangible evidence for one or the other that's probably true so is somebody going to do this because it's a bit risky because i think emotionally people are going to want to leave but the trouble is i think our view of the eu is colored by what you read in the newspapers about you know you can't sell bananas because they're not they're too straight and and all that other and that's not mm. that's not what the eu is all about is it i'd like to know what happens with farming because um the farmers, our farmers in the UK, uh, have a very different climate to have to manage and, de- and, and deliver farming against. The French do very well at the farming, don't they? they well, get they do the because fortune. they banned they banned all those pesticides yeah. and um, not pesticides, fungicides because they don't have fungus in France <laughs> because it's blimmin' hot, <laughs> hot and dry. Not a place fungus wants to Is grow right? like, like your like, um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, do you want to hear the pronunciation of the word nougat? Yeah. Look, hang on, I'm gonna have to. Ready. Do it again. Nugget. There you go. Thanks. Nugget. Thanks for that. And again. Nugget. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> I think that's satisfied uh, that. Well, hang on. That said new... Nugget. It said, nougat. Yeah. No, I think I heard clearly nugget. You don't <coughs> pronounce a silent T. No, no. It's nugget. Like the P in your name. <laughs> There's no P in my name. <laughs> but I struggle in the middle of the night now. Um, <laughs> re- tell us about racist Microsoft. Oh, they're little tinkers, aren't they? In fact, they're as racist as a racist thing. But, and uh, You can tell he's struggling to be even more racist if they weren't the so racist. paying attention. Uh, but they've apologised for creating an artificially intelligent chatbot that quickly turned into a Holocaust-denying racist. <laughs> but in doing so, it made it clear... Oh, hang on a minute. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's... It's oh. called Tay. Tay's views were a result of nurture, not nature. Tay confirmed what we already knew... People on the internet can be cruel. Yeah, that's just you. No. Uh, Tay aimed at 18 24 year olds on social media was targeted by a coordinated attack. I mean, it's not funny, really, but it kind of is. By a subset of people after being launched earlier this week. Within 24 hours, Tay had been deactivated so the team could make adjustments. But on Friday, Microsoft's head of research said the company was deeply sorry for the unintended offensive and hurtful tweets and has taken Tay off Twitter for the foreseeable future. Uh, Peter Lee added Tay is now offline and will look to bring Tay back only when we're confident we can better anticipate malicious intent that conflicts with our principles and values. So really, it wasn't Tay, it was the humans. It was the people. Yeah, well, you very finally, very, very rarely are computers evil. No, but see, don't you think sometimes, I quite like public humour, and sometimes it's a bit black and a bit dark, And but I like the... So it's like Booty McBookface. Have you been reading about Booty McBookface? No. So there's a big research, £12 million research vessel that they've launched, and there's been a campaign to vote for a name and some bright spark rather than some you know like the illustrious or as suggested booty mcbookface for the name of this ship that's a good idea and it's suddenly taken off and that's its name and it's gonna have to be called booty mcbookface because of <laughs> <laughs> because people have voted for it so what does this vessel do oh it's some big research i don't know um, arctic research vessel and it's millions of pounds worth oh really and i just think that's fantastic that people have thought of that and then i saw a picture on um on the internet recently of a train that came into the station 
whether it's Great Western or something, and it says on the front of it, Trainee McTrain face. <laughs> and I just think that's funny. <laughs> People just, you know... Should we register the domain Radio McRadio face? <laughs> it's just funny, isn't it? I'm going to do that after Good. the show. Radio McRadio. I haven't registered the domain for a couple of weeks. That's about time you did. Yeah, I'm trying to give them up. Just because people are funny, aren't they? Just mm. naturally, people do funny things. Radio McRadio face. There you That's go. getting registered in a minute. Absolutely. Oh, now I shouldn't have said it, because the chances are it's already been registered. Uh, well, somebody will do it. One of our many listeners now, yeah. the thousands of listeners. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah, but that, no, that is, um, uh, that is bizarre. That is bizarre. It is, but it, you're right, it's not computers, it's people. It's people. Humans are the bad people. Yeah. Fate, computers aren't the bad people. They're no. the bad computers. They only do what they're told. Well, that's what, that's what, what, that's what annoys me about Emily. She'll come in and say the computer's done this, or Karen will say, um, I def, the first thing they, they, she didn't say, oh, I've got a problem with this, I'm not sure how I should do this, and I think I did it wrong, yeah. and, and what happened was this happened. She'll come in and say, right, I definitely didn't do this, but the computer's just done this on its own. Yeah, I get cross when you complain about something, oh, sorry, it's a computer error, and yeah. I go, computers so no, don't make not. errors. They don't make errors. People make errors. People make errors. The programmers make errors. The testers make errors. Shall I tell you about this Boaty McBoatface? Go on, then. So it's a man who suggested naming a new £200 million ship Boaty McBoatface has apologised. The suggestion has attracted more than 27,000 votes in an online poll of names for the Royal Research Ship, causing the website to crash. <laughs> Former BBC presenter James Hand said he found the list of possible names really funny, so decided to throw one into the ring. He's apologised profusely to the Natural Why? Environment Research Council. Why has he apologised? Well, exactly. Oh. Well, because he's crashed the, um, yeah. Well, he, so, ha no, he hasn't. He, ha what, what's happened there? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Paul. What's happened there is the people who are providing that service haven't actually, uh, scaled it to satisfy the potential busyness of the, uh, uh, of the service. They true. have failed. Not him. Yeah. He, he needs to be satisfied by, by having <laughs> them fired <laughs> on air. Mr. Uh, sorry. Mr. Han said, I read the story about naming the ship on the BBC website on Thursday, and some of the entries were really funny. My favourite was Clifford the Big Red Boat. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> but that's quite good as well. It's brilliant. I like it. I just think people are funny. People do funny things. I wonder if there's a domain, boaty.com. It's like, isn't there, um, you know when you do the census and people put their religion down? Didn't millions of people put down Jedi Warrior or something, or Jedi Knight, or Jedi or something as a... Throw a coffin in your face, That's though. right, and it's become so... It, because it's been put so many times, it has to be registered as an official religion. It's not real, though, is it? Jedi? Jediism? No, no. Well, and there's those people who put um, the pasta strainers on the head on their driving licences and say it's a religious thing. Have you not seen that? No. Oh, they call themselves Pastafarians. <laughs> And because so many people have done it, they have to allow them to have this picture yeah, of But them. I don't believe that, because they don't believe in a god or a superior be being, do they? They do, the god what? of pasta. But there's no god of pasta. <laughs> there is. If Pasta's enough... man-made. Yeah, but enough people say there's a god of pasta, you have to accept it. It has to be official. They call them, I'm sure they call themselves pastafarians. Well, not sure about this, Paul. I think, um... I think this has gone crazy, mate. I think this has just gone too crazy. So, shall I just say... Oh, it's the flying... Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you not heard of this? So, I don't think there is a spaghetti monster, is there? Um, so, the Department of Transport says pastafarians are allowed to wear, um, I think it's colanders on their head. Oh, it's just rubbish. It's just people. It's funny. 
Anyway. I don't, I don't think it's funny. I think it's pathetic. So I'm obviously boring you now because you're on the we weather. Well, it's I'm getting ready to read it. It's know. getting stormy out there, isn't it? Well, the thing is, I was going to I was gonna read the weather out, but oh, if sorry, is it's it not funny about it? Does it have to be a follow. surprise? Well, it's, it's called well-oiled well radio. Is it? Whereas, <laughs> well, unfortunately, when you've, got, when you've got Paul as a guest, <laughs> what he does is... Uh, so on, you know on, what's sorry. going on. Paul as a guest? Well, yeah, on my show. I'm a co-presenter, aren't I? You are a summit beginning with. Yeah. Yeah. Um... You know, y y you don't tell people what I'm doing. You don't say that Andy's now playing with his hands and now he's going to fix uh, the wrong fader up deliberately. Yeah, no, And he's... that went off as well, so no one can hear anything about what Paul's saying now. Oh, I do love him. Let me scratch Come his Come here ear. and give me a cuddle. All right. Mm. Mm. Stop it. Excellent, Mark. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, right, okay, let's do some, uh, let's do some weather. Ooh. All right, so the weather is uh, looking all weathery today, right, now. So should we do it? Yeah. Okay. A swath, or is it a swathe of strong winds? <laughs> a swath of, uh, a swath of strong winds. <laughs> As a swath of weather re-entered, re-entered Gloucestershire. Get me another creosote, <laughs> Mr. Give me another mint, Mr. Creosote. Should we do that again? Yeah. It, what's the weather in Gallipoli? <laughs> I hate you. Right. A swathe of strong winds, accompanied by heavy rain at times, will move east across England and Wales on Saturday today. This is expected to bring gusts of 40 to 50 miles an hour to some inland areas, perhaps even topping 60 miles an hour. Across exposed areas, coasts and hills. You have to watch your uh, trousers there. Yeah. Latest indicators are that the strongest gusts are more likely across southern and eastern parts of the area, with parts of North Wales, isn't it now, pretty now, uh, must li less likely to see any impacts. There you go. There you go. True story. Shall we say a quick hello? Is it to Karen? No. Okay. I think we split up. Is it MBF? No. Okay. Next guess. Uh, is it someone in Sweden? It is. Is it Birgitta? No. Oh. Close. In the right family. Oh, I don't care. It's Camilla. What's happened to Birgitta? I don't know. Why didn't she listen in anymore? What have you done to her? She goes ice skating, I How think. have you upset her? What she have goes, you done? She goes ice skating. What have you done to her? On a Saturday morning. Hello, Camilla. How are you? Hey, Camilla. We're uh, going to be meeting her soon. Stick my min iPhone. iPhone. <laughs> min phone. Nah, Camilla, I'm only joking. Yeah. I'm only joking. We, we love you. We, we do. Love, we love you. In ways that you just would not understand. No, you, she would understand. She would understand. She would under the ways I would understand. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. yeah, she's a lady. <laughs> we prefer ladies. You look like you're panicking a bit I now. did panic. I don't know why I was going to say something. You, you, were, you were panicking. Um, and, and to be honest, you need to be more professional. Sorry. You're very unprofessional. I know. I was going to say something, and then I thought it was inappropriate, and I tried to stop myself. Yeah, and you can't help it. You've, and got, I was, uh, you've yeah. got radio Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do what the do news. we want? A cure for Tourette's. When <laughs> do we want it? <laughs> Right. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's do the uh, let's screw do the, up the news oh, as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on, let's do it. Go. <laughs> the newspaper headlines today: referendum profits, dairy warning, and independent end. The Times says hedge funds are preparing to exploit a loophole in electoral law and use private exit polls to make hugely profitable trades before the official results of the European Union referendum is declared. The Daily Telegraph says the government's dietary advisor, Public Health England, has said people should have the amount of dairy foods they eat in a radical move to cut obesity. In what is the last print edition of The Independent ever, the paper says a British-based dissident is being pursued by the National Crime Agency in a tax inquiry in connection with an alleged plot to assassinate a former Saudi king. 
The Daily Mail leads on the murder in Glasgow of a Muslim shopkeeper after he wished people a happy Easter on social media. A Muslim man has been arrested and police are treating it as a religiously prejudiced attack. The Financial Times reports that top former bank boss Michael Giagofin... I can't say it. Giagin. Giagin. Uh, H- <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, he's joined a group of 250 business leaders... Uh, who have swung behind the campaign for the EU to the UK to leave or oh, whatever? The oh, day- right, just all kicking off now in the <laughs> papers. The Daily Express leads on the same story, saying that among the entrepreneurs and business leaders who have joined the anti-Brussels crusade is JD Weatherspoon's pub chain chairman Tim Martin. Yeah, the Iron reports on Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn's speech to the National Union of Teachers, saying he got a rapturous, rapturous. <laughs> oh, what's going on? <laughs> a rapturous and a rapturous. Yeah, it's uh, a type oh, of dinosaur, isn't it? He got a rapturous ovation as he accused the government of asset stripping state education. It's easy to be in the opposition, it's isn't it? Terrible, it's, it's easy, terrible. isn't it? It's just easy. The Daily Mirror claims the Pope tried to block the Rolling Stones' historic concert in Cuba because it was scheduled for Good Friday. It was the country's first open-air rock concert by a Western band. And the Sun pictures former England footballer Paul Gascoigne covered in blood and cuts after what it says was a bad fall while going back on the booze. Happens to you every weekend. Ah, uh, yeah, every Friday night. Uh, the Daily Star says party mad Britain is sent for a bank holiday weekend on the lash. Wash out weather is forecast, it says, just as summertime begins. But England football fans hope to be toasting victory over the old foes, Germany. And that is your front pages today, Saturday the 26th of March. It's 9.56. This is 7FM. I get anything right? No, 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 no. What is it with my words? I, since I've become 40, I just can't, um... You don't... Yeah, I know. Do you know what Oh, Phil, Phil saying, don't finish, guys. It's a great show today. Oh, really? Really? We thought it was rubbish. What's he tuned into? He's listening to, uh, Seven Sound. Oh, look, I can... Uh, <coughs> that's... There's an explanation from you. Can you read that? Hang on, let me have a look. Who's that from? That's, that... from, that's from Camilla. Oh, she's not being nasty to me. Don't read she? it out. He's got my phone now, Camilla. Oh, hang on a minute. In case you get any pictures. No, he's... Hang on, I, I can't read it. What? I'll to explain it off air. No, no, tell me now. Tell me now. Tell me now. Hear me now. Actually, don't tell me now, because we, we ought to play a song to go Yeah, we had. We're going to say goodbye to everybody. So we're going to go out with a bit of Flo Rida. Yeah. And who's with me? This is Andy Clark speaking. And uh, he's Paul Alcock. He is, and he's going to be back with me next week on the Seven Ball Breakfast yeah, Show. And uh, he may be here as yeah, well, I'm not sure. Yeah, okay, we'll goodbye. Bye. Oh, my love, the light is going down and the week is here. Save my soul. I can feel it coming, troubles in the air. So...